So we used to not seeing him. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> talk, talk to the hand. <laughs> um, gee, hello. Uptake here. Hello. Welcome to Stony Creek on this, the last day of 2023. One, two, three. One, two, three. Huh. Dang. <sighs> what can we say? Um, we're so happy that you joined us, and um, we are looking forward to singing some songs, having some fellowship. Uh, I, I'm just, Michael, you just threw me off. My whole morning is screwed up now. I'm just <laughs> not used to seeing you here. Huh? No, that's all right. You can stay now, but gosh, I, I'll turn it over. Oh, no, I don't turn it over to him. I turn it over to her. It's going to be a fun service, people, <laughs> really fun. And tonight is Christmas, New Year's Eve, and I haven't even had anything to drink yet and watch. Can you imagine after I have a glass of wine? Huh? There you go, Teresa. <laughs> okay, this will be fun. Anyway, I do have an announcement, actually two. Um, there are some very lovely poinsettias here. They need homes. They do need homes. So even if you didn't sponsor one and you would like to be parent to a poinsettia, seriously, you can take a flower home. Take a flower home. Uh, secondly, as far as the laws of gravity, must what goes up, what goes up must come down. So the lovely Christmas decor, bring your patience and a little time next Sunday. Next Sunday maybe for a... Uh, 20, 30 minutes if you could help with de-decorating the sanctuary. And next Sunday is the day we start service at 11 a.m. As Laurel goes, yay, 11 a.m. for next service uh, start. But for right now, we have uh, more Christmas music to present. And then we will have you join us on the second song, He is Born in the Hymnal. So pull out your hymnal for the second song, and we will begin with Gloria.
Okie dokie. If you'll give me just a moment. <clears throat> I'm starting all over, and now I'll do the announcements, because <laughs> I'm totally screwed up this morning. Um, I did want to share that we adopted two families from Bishop over the holiday season, and they were two single-parent families. The one mom had has two children, and they are homeless, and living in a hotel right now, and they are hoping to have an apartment soon. And the other is a single parent with one child who was in great need of some extra help. So our blessings continue to go out and help families that are in need. And Bible study, I remember you, Dave, Bible study is going to start again on Monday, January 8th at 10 o'clock. We're going to be studying the book of Daniel. And Teresa's already mentioned about de-decorating. And food gatherers, our first distribution for food gatherers will be Tuesday, January 9th. There. Okay, now I think I'm on the right track. For our opening prayer, if we can all read together. Saving God, the prophet Anna and righteous Simeon, saying your praise and proclaim Jesus our Lord to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. Let us seek redemption in this day. Prepare our hearts that we may believe the good news of Jesus, receive the light of salvation, and live according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. And now as we prepare for our offering, as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so will God cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. With thankful hearts, let us offer ourselves and our gifts to God. Loving God, we give you thanks for the light of the world, Jesus Christ, through whom we have received adoption as your children. 
With Jesus, our brother, we dedicate ourselves and ministry to the world that we may live as heirs of your promises to the honor and glory of your name. Amen. Please rise for the doxology number 95. Welcome again. I am Pastor Michael. I'm very happy to see you all here on this first Sunday after Christmas. Um, it is also the 31st, so it is the end of the year. Um, reminder again, 11 o'clock next week. Um, I will not be here with you. However, uh, Pastor Tom will be here with all of you. If you may remember, he was here back in June. Yeah, June, wasn't it? Annual conference time? We're going to go with that. Anyway, so Pastor Tom will be here with all of you next week. Um, and so we'll have communion on the 14th instead of next Sunday. Um, I think that's the only other thing I had. If I could invite any of our children or youth to come hang out with me, and remember, you are all children of God, every single one of you. the mic like last time. There we go. Oh, good morning. I'll drink the coffee later, don't worry. Okay, I'll make sure I do it when you guys are here. How are you guys doing this morning? You waking up? No. No? So I have a question. Have you guys ever heard of a New Year's resolution? Yes, I've heard of them. Do you know what, can you tell me what it is? A New Year's resolution is like a thing where like somebody says, next year I want to do like, so like for example, let's say if I wish like that my, my New Year's resolution is to be a, a good sports player. Okay. Yeah. That's the, or like my new resolution is uh, to work out a lot. Okay, those are good examples. What, do you, what about, yeah, go ahead. Doing hair, doing nails. Okay. So, yeah, those are some good examples. There's some other ones. Some people will make a New Year's resolution to try and lose weight, or maybe stop smoking, or... Stop what? Do I? Hair. Sure, hair. hair. Study harder, try and get better grades, yeah. Okay. At home, we can like sleep at like 12 o'clock and say happy New Year. So, if you got to, if you, what would you want your New Year's resolution to be? What do you think? What? Um, an electric guitar, hair, earrings, strength. No, it's got to be something you do. Uh, or you stop doing. Maybe keep your room clean. Doing what? You want to exercise more? Okay, what about you? And keep your room clean, great. My New Year's resolution is to make sure that, well, the first one is that I make sure that I could, that I don't get, like, bothered or, like, my New Year's resolution is so I can be, like, the master of video games and like be like God at video games or something. Okay. So, and then the second New Year's resolution is that I want to be able to get the newest soccer game when it comes out. That's not a resolution. I have one. Yes, it is. I have one. It's technically a resolution. 
what? Kindness. To be kind to people, that's a good one. My and other New Year's resolution is to, be, to, to make Joe Biden the next president. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that right now. Okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop. What about out there? Anybody got a good New Year's resolution you're thinking about doing? Nobody. Jeez. All right. Do you want to know what my you want to know what some of my resolutions are gonna be? Yeah. I want to read more because I have not been reading as much as I would like to. I want to try to keep losing weight and being healthy. I want to, hold on, and I want to do my very, very best to always love God and love my neighbors. Do you guys know who your neighbors are? Yeah. Who? So it's more than just the people who live next door to us. Everybody in the world is our neighbor. You're their neighbor too. <clears throat> okay. So I want you guys to think about those New Year's resolutions, okay? And we're going to do our very, very best to keep them this year. You think we can do it? I think I can try. And that's... That's what we got to do is just do our best. Okay. I need your help. We need to do the Lord's Prayer. And then you can go to kids club and Sunday school, okay? All right, you ready? Okay, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Okay, you guys can each have a sucker. Fine, you can have two. And because it's the last day of the year, it's the end of the world. Five, four, three. Should I have you do the Jeopardy thing instead? All right. Okay. If the rest of you would rise as you are able for our next hymn number 246. Joy to the world.
please be seated. Now is the time that we lift before God and God's people the things that give us cause for celebration, as well as those things that may be weighing us down in our hearts and our minds. Do we have any joys or concerns we'd like to lift up this morning? Am I on? Uh, I've been asking prayers for Linda Ishmael for the last few weeks. Uh, Linda was admitted back to the hospital Tuesday, uh, and she'll be leaving and going to a different facility probably Tuesday, uh, and she'll be under hospice palliative care. So I'm asking for prayers of comfort for Linda and prayers of support for Joyce. They've been together over 50 years. So if you've ever lost someone for 50 years, it's hard. So comfort for Linda and lots of support uh, if you'd like to send Linda a card, just send it to Joyce's address, and she'll be going up to see her as often as possible. Thank you. Quick update on Brother Larry. Um, the reason he's not back in church is because he's still experiencing lower body numbness and pain, and he can't sit for longer than about 15 minutes. And he's doing well, and everything, the doc says everything is progressing, but uh, he can't sit still. Well, he doesn't sit still much anyway, but, but he, he just can't sit down. So he's doing good. Sister Phyllis is doing better. It's not fast enough for her, and she's impatient, but that's to be expected. Thanks. I'm a little concerned for my uh, daughter, Jill, who was here. She was here for two weeks, and uh, she's headed back, and she's up in Minnesota right now. But I'm really concerned about, she's telling me she's coming down to stay with me come February or March. Uh, it seems like it's a good deal. <laughs> but uh, she's got two cats, and those ta two cats, when she, they drive from here to Minnesota and come back, they don't, they're not quiet at all the whole trip. That's almost 12 hours of cats meowing. And if you can, if you can realize that, uh, it's not too much fun. But uh, my daughter, Jill, or Julie, went up with her and, and then flew back. Uh, she drove up there with her and she flew back. So I'm glad to, that she was here and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her here. Also, my sister-in-law, Cynthia Crawford, uh, is up in uh, what is it, Harbor Manor, uh, up in Hamburg. She's in assisted living up there, and uh, it's something brand new for her the last couple of weeks. And uh, I would like everyone to have uh, prayers for her that she uh, gets along fine up there with her. That's all I had. Anybody else? Yep. Okay. Well, go ahead, Mark. It's been quite a year, hasn't it? We've had our share of ups. We've had our shares of downs. But a new year always brings forth hope for a new, a new beginning. And I, one of the joys that's coming up is that we're going to be having a foreign exchange student join the Ward family from Germany. He arrives on Friday, Jacob. And um, as if they don't have enough chaos in their life. No, let's just add a 15-year-old to it also. So I just smile. And my other joy is looking out at all of you. You're my family perhaps not by blood, but we're here. 
And let's face it, we're all dysfunctional. Shh, don't let them know that. I hate to tell you this, but we all have our moments. It's, it's like one big family, and I didn't have any siblings, but I have plenty now. And so it's like you have these brothers and sisters, and you go, oh, my God. Just get over it, you know. But you know what? We do, and we have a good time, don't we? And that's what my wish and my prayer for this year is. It's going to be a good year. We're going to pull ourselves together. We're going to work together. We're going to share laughter. We'll share tears. We'll share hugs. But it's going to be a good year. Thank you. And there's the sermon. No, <clears throat> just kidding. Close. Do we have any others? Okay. Um, for our invitation to prayer, we are starting with a new song. It is in your green hymnal, which says Worship in Song. It's number 3067, Welcome to Our World, and we're going to do verse 1. And do you want to play it through once so we know what we're doing? For our prayers this morning, when you hear me say, Loving God, I invite you to reply, Hear our prayer. As children of God and heirs of the promise, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Loving God, hear, hear our prayer. For the Holy Church of God, that all who have been baptized into Christ may shine like the dawn, bear witness to the good news of Jesus, and light the way of salvation in Jesus' name. Let us pray to the Lord, loving God, hear our prayer. For the nations of the earth, that governments and those in authority may protect the vulnerable, shelter the oppressed, and pursue the way of peace. We especially lift up Israel and Palestine, Russia and the Ukraine, and everywhere else that war and violence continue to rage. Let us pray to the Lord, loving God, Hear our prayer. For our community and all of the places of human interaction and livelihood, that kindness may abound, compassion prevail, and harmony endure. Let us pray to the Lord, loving God, hear our prayer. For the planet Earth, our home, that we may honor her gifts, respect her limitations, and protect her resources. Let us pray to the Lord, loving God, hear our prayers. For those troubled with illness, hardship, or conflict, that they may receive healing for their bodies, release from their burdens, and mending of their brokenness. We especially lift up Linda and Joyce, Larry and Phyllis and Cynthia, and all others that we hold in our hearts. Let us pray to the Lord, Loving God, hear our prayers. For all the joys and blessings you be continue to bestow upon us this day and every day, for an opportunity for a child to come and live with her father, for the blessing of a new face, not just to 
a family supporting this exchange student, but also a new face to our community and to all the different places and experiences this young man will have. We pray for his safe travel and that his time here will be one not only of learning, but of laughter and joy, that he may create memories that will live with him and in him throughout his life. We are especially thankful for the blessing of the family of God, all of us as siblings together, under God's care, alongside Christ. Let us pray to the Lord, loving God, hear our prayer. Hear us, O God, for our eyes have seen your salvation. Let your light shine through us and fill the world with the radiance of your love revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit reign in glory. Amen. And if you would please join me aloud for our prayer of illumination. As you led Simeon to embrace the infant Jesus, guide us, Holy Spirit, by your gracious light, that we may welcome your saving word. Amen. Our first scripture reading for today comes from Psalm chapter 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights above. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his heavenly hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at his command they were created, and he established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all ocean depths, lighting, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding, you mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, small creatures and flying birds, kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and he has raised up for his people a horn, the praise of all his faithful servants of Israel, the people close to his heart. Praise the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now we invite Katie and Lori to honor us with their music.
you would rise as you are able for our next hymn, number 569, We Have a Story to Tell to the Nations. Our second scripture reading for this morning can be found beginning on page 739 in the Bibles in the pews. We are beginning in the 61st chapter of Isaiah, verse 10, going into chapter 62, up to verse 3, well, through verse 3. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness, as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her vindication shines out like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see your vindication and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. If you please join me again in an attitude of prayer. God of all time, who sees all time at once, past, present, and future, we come before you asking for your help. 
Help us to not get so caught up in the nostalgia of the past or the unknown of the future that we lose sight of the present, the here and now, and the work you call us to. Help us remember that you decreed loving you and loving our neighbors as the greatest commandments you have given us. Send your Holy Spirit to inspire us to follow the examples given in the life and ministry of Jesus Christ, our loving Savior. And now may the words of my mouth, meditations of our hearts together in this place, be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, this is it. Today is the last day of 2023. In just a few short hours, the hands on the clocks, or at least the ones that have hands, will soon turn around and around, moving ever closer to that number 12 up there at the top. A giant ball of light will drop in Times Square. At least I think that's still the plan. Fireworks will go off and many people will share an embrace or maybe a kiss as the clock strikes midnight. Just like Barb said, what a year. So much has taken place, so many new lives have been brought into the world and so many lives have ended their time here on earth and moved on to the places that God has prepared for them. So many tears cried, so many laughs laughed. But you know, if I'm honest, everything I just said could describe almost any year, at least in recent memory. Now, I'm not saying that this year was somehow insignificant by any means. Personally, I like to think that every year is unique in, in many different ways, depending on your experience and you know, how things worked out. Some years are, are more painful for people. Some years are more joyful for people. And some years, probably most years, are a complete mixture of joy and pain for people. And each new year begins with a blank, or at least almost blank, page. It's full of potential and possibilities. That's why the first sermon of this series was titled, The End of the World as We Know It. Today will be the last day of this world, the world of 2023. The world of December 2023. The world of the 31st day of December 2023. 23. This world ends at midnight tonight, and a whole new year, a whole new world begins. So as we look ahead to this new world that we are about to enter into, I want to bring close to our Advent and Christmas sermon series, Where We Belong. Throughout this month, we've talked a lot about how, how we define home, how we understand this idea of belonging and and really a fair amount about God's faithfulness to humanity and really all of creation. Over these weeks, I've been thinking more and more about home in terms of a physical location and how I would have really never guessed that one day I would be calling the beautiful state of Michigan home. Over the holiday time these last few days, I was able to spend some time with my sisters and, and we talked about this, how the three of us always assumed we would, you know, go through college and then stay either in our hometown or one of the surrounding cities very close by to our parents. Never really expected to, to be very far away and yet one of my sisters lives in central Illinois about three hours from my parents. My other sister lives in South Carolina, which is many hours from Illinois. And I'm up here with you guys in Michigan, some five to six hours, depending on how badly Indiana's backed up. Um, never thought that's how it would play out, but, you know, we make plans and God laughs. But... I've also been thinking about home in terms of, of feelings and how every place, every faith community that I have served in ministry these years has, has inspired different feelings of, of home 
in me, but where I am right now, where, where my family is with me, has felt the most like home. How I imagine home should feel, more so than any other. And all of you are a big part of that, and I thank you. I thank you for your support, your trust, your prayers, your love, your mercy, and your grace. All right, enough of the sappy stuff. Let's close out this series and look ahead to a new year. So it all began on an unexpected journey, wandering around in the wilderness, seeking a place of refuge, wandering to find a new home, a place to, to lie down and, and just rest a while. Seeking a place of home and belonging is really, it's so vital to being in whole and healthy relationships with one another. Now what I've just laid out for you here, it's not just for Joseph and Mary, as they were wandering the outskirts of Bethlehem seeking a place for Mary to give birth and for them to have shelter. And all of this is not just for the Israelites who on their way home after a generation of exile in Babylon. No, it's, it's much more than that. This story that I've described is also for us. It is for us to find a place where we can wholly and fully be ourselves with one another, where we can rest our heads when we are weary. It doesn't take much just looking around ourselves watching the evening news, reading the latest headlines, we live in a world where there are just so many people who are seeking home and safety. One of the families that we reached out to to try and, and help make this time of year a little bit more joyful is without a home. I can't imagine what that has to feel like, and I, am, I recognize I am very blessed to have never had that situation. And really, I think God's message to us this day is to remind us that while, while nations and kings make attempts to reign in power, God's kingdom is a radically different reign. God's reign is is shown to us in abundant life and beauty and in the grace-filled way that God does so much else because God includes us in such a reign. That reign, however, comes to us in a surprising place. We are given the promise to return home. God shows us abundant life and God's own presence in the birth of a first century Galilean peasant. In this birth, God shows us that God's reign is not only radically different than others who try to reign and the human conception of reigning, but it is bursting with the breath of life, the movement of flesh and bone. You see, God's presence among us, whether that being accompany us and showing us signs of life along the way, or if we are simply sitting in the shadow of a valley, God's presence among us is a promise to remain constant in the midst of everything. God shows us this promise in full creativity, and we believe, we know, that God's promise will be fulfilled. That's part of our faith. And that belief, that knowledge, then impacts us in the here and the now. Knowing where we will end up, knowing God's promise to us will be fulfilled, we can respond to create a different present. And I just want to be clear, I'm not talking about a present that you unwrap like many of us have been doing recently. I mean present as in the here and the now, the present time, just so we're clear. How can we respond to create a different present? A present of hope, a present that is filled with life in unexpected places, a present knowing that fulfillment has come and continues to come 
and is still coming. God's good pleasure gives us the freedom to to be engaged in God's created world. God's good pleasure gives us the freedom to be engaged with and in the work of the kingdom that is both here and fully yet to come. God yearns for our response to this free invitation. God yearns for a relationship with each and every one of us. God yearns for us to see one another and to love one another the same way that God sees and loves us. Oftentimes, at the end of messages, I like to try and give you guys a challenge, and I know I don't always do it, or maybe not as much recently, but I I do have a final challenge for you for 2023. I want you to try and take a few moments today and really put some thought into this. As I mentioned to our youth, there's a long-running tradition of making New Year's resolutions, the things that we want to do in the coming year or challenges maybe we want to overcome, changes we want to make in our lives. I want you to think a bit about what New Year's resolutions you could commit to, or at least make the attempt to, that are ways we can respond to create a different present. Now, I know that may sound a bit daunting, but I'm not asking you to come up with a whole huge plan of change all on your own, although if you've got one, share it. Really, I want you to think about what are some of the things that you on your own, or maybe you with a loved one, or even you with your faith community here, could try and do in the coming year to help create a different present. Now, that could be a different present for our community, for a specific group of people, for one single person, you you get the idea. There are so many ways we can have an impact on our world and, and on the lives of others. What are some of the things that you maybe, maybe you've always wanted to do, but for whatever reason, couldn't quite get there? Or something that you've wanted to do that you really believe would help create a different presence, but you felt like there was something holding you back, fear, lack of faith in yourself, whatever it might be. You don't need to sit down, plan out a new not-for-profit organization, but again, don't let me hold you back that's what God is calling you to do, run with it. I want you really, though, to think about some some of even the little things, the small changes that you might be able to make that could really help create a different and beautiful and loving present for everyone. And I think there's at least two things that can really can help us in, in doing this work. I think the first thing is prayer. I think whenever we are facing a challenge, the first thing we hopefully turn to is prayer. We should also turn to prayer for celebrations and other things as well, but ask God for guidance. Ask God to lead you, to show you what things that maybe you could change, what things you could do to help make a different present. And then the other thing is to dream. It's the end of the calendar year. What better time to dream? Next year isn't here just yet. 
And again, for the most part, it's a blank slate. Let your heart, your soul, your mind dream as big or as small, as wild or as cautious as it might be, dream. And I think with those two things put together, and hopefully giving yourself a little bit of grace, you'll start to think of some things that maybe you're willing to try and do to help create a different present for everyone. For some people, the end of the year is just a matter of the fact that we track time in the way that we do as humans. Other people look at it as a chance of, for something brand new. Wherever you might fall, however you might feel about a new year, just remember that it is a blank slate. Anything can happen, for better or for worse. But when we turn to God, when we go into that new year, asking for God to guide us, having trust in our Savior, and giving ourselves and one another some grace, anything's possible. Because with God, anything is possible. Amen. If you would rise as you are able for our closing hymn number 251, Go Tell It on the Mountain. siblings of our Savior Jesus Christ and beloved children of God, go forth into the world rejoicing. Spread the good news of Christ, our light and our Redeemer. May God, Redeemer of Israel, dismiss us in peace. May Jesus Christ, Son of God, Son of Mary, uphold us in love. May the Holy Spirit, the power of God, guide us in truth. Go forth in love. Serve the Lord. Amen.